Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. What are your top two roster priorities for the Bills this offseason? You can let us know at 803-0550, We go to the phones now, and we lead off with Al in West Seneca. What do you, what do you got for us, Al? You're on One Bills Live. Thank you, Brownie and uh, Steve, for uh, the show, and I watch almost every day. Um, I was thinking, I was asking maybe about the free agency for the offensive line or maybe draft picks. I'd like to hear uh, your uh, comment on that. Also, uh, Mr. Brownie, have you ever heard of uh, Dollar Tree? And get your uh, shaving supplies and that. Right there. All right, thank you. All right, appreciate that. Thanks, Al. Appreciate the tip. Um, I was joking yesterday that all of those stores are the dollar twenty-five stores now because of inflation. That's but right. Apparently, you can get ra- shaving supplies there pretty well. I just, I don't no, know. I if, didn't know. Yeah. So I'll have to check that out. Uh, yeah, offensive line. We are on board completely. Um, I just know with the and we'll talk to Mike Janitti about this more in the second hour of the show, but. With the cost-prohibitive nature of Buffalo's current cap situation and knowing they're going to have to jump through some hoops to get under, let alone create the space necessary to maybe sign some free agents, I don't know if they're going to have to have the wherewithal financially to go after some of the top people on the free agent market at the offensive line positions. Orlando Brown, for example, the left tackle for the Chiefs, is going to be a free agent. He's also going to make over $20 million a year. The Bills are not going to be competing in that financial bracket for that kind of talent, I wouldn't think, based on That's their right. cap situation. So they're going to have to be a little bit more creative on the free agent market, and then I think they are going to have to invest draft capital in their offensive line primarily, and then if they can fill in some spots with some low-priced free agents, that's how they'll do it, much like they did last year. They'll do it again this year, and I think they will draft some offensive linemen um, you know, up, up with their couple of, first couple of picks. Um, maybe maybe both. Maybe like they did the defensive end spot, you know, yeah. where they did Boogie Basham and, and uh, Greg Rousseau the same year. That um, I wouldn't be surprised at that, but I am totally with Al and West Seneca. Al, yeah, they're, I think free agency is, is going to be uh, where they sign some veteran free agents like they did last year. Um, they're going to draft some of these guys, some new guys. Uh, I, yeah, I, I just – I agree with you. I think that's where they begin. Now they're going to attack it on all fronts. They're going to sign a veteran wide receiver. They're going to sign with some traits. They're going to sign these offensive linemen. They'll probably sign some defensive linemen and then the defensive tackle probably. Um, all of that stuff. Um, but they will attack the roster on all fronts like they always do. And the players they bring in are going to compete. That's the way it is. But that's where I be, I'm with you. That's where I begin. You got to bring in 
protection and weapons for Josh. Job one. Let's go back to the phones, and we go to Scott in Tonawanda next. What do you got for us, Scott? You're on One Bills Live. Well, thank you. I think the first uh, position that I would try to address is the defensive line. I mean, we were exposed quite a bit during the season with run games and not being able to put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. I don't know where they get those players, but the defensive line looks a little weak. And the second position, and you guys will probably laugh at me, is I still say we need a good running game, Uh, some running game that the other coaches can kind of fear a little bit. I don't think that our running game right now puts the fear in anybody. So thanks for taking my call, guys. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And, Scott, you're right. I get it. I'll say this. The Bills do have a different kind of running game than most teams because Josh is a part of it. And most people cringe at that thought. But the last three or four games, last month of the season, Josh hardly ran at all. Uh, And the running game was still a factor. Um, You know, Brownie brought it up that James Cook averaged 5.7 a carry this year. The problem is he only had 89 carries. Uh, He may be the lead dog next year, uh, the way it looks right now. So that may change. Uh, I'm, I am not in the camp fully of people that say our run game needs to be better. I think most people would say instead of better, they'd probably say it needs to be different. They run for enough yards the way it is now, but you just wish Josh's yards were given to James Cook and Devin Singletary instead of Josh, right? I mean, then you'd have two guys that rush for almost, if not a 1,000 yards, and then you'd be – It'd be better. The problem is, that, you know, it's, it's always going to be Josh is going to be a factor in that. That's why Josh is Josh. And you're not going to take that out of your game plan completely. Uh, certainly you're going to use it in situations and situations alone where it works, like in the, you know, where he scrambles for yardage or does that power sweep or whatever you want to call it in short yardage and goal line. But I'm, I'm not a fan of revamping the – run game or making it more prominent but I'm I could get on board with maybe having it look a little different uh, and having other guys carry the ball instead of Josh if they can do it and gain yards I'm not going to hand it off on I mean they do it a lot hand it off on second and ten for four for two yards I mean I'm I'm not going to sign up for that but if you can if they can get it done sure sure but they don't have to change too much about this offense um, in the running game because it's still like we were talking. We've talked about it. It's the number one in this division in foot in the AFC East. The Bills' running game is the best one in the division. Now you can say you don't like the way it looks because of Josh, but the simple fact of the matter is they have to. Def- the other everybody else has to defend it, and it's it's a really good run game. If you want it to look different, I can get on board with that, but I'm not going to sacrifice anything to get that done i want to keep it as good as it is now yeah and you know defensive line i i understand why you thought it was a little leaky especially after the last game of the season but that was without daquan jones who was their best interior defender in my estimation all season long he didn't play in the last game due to a calf injury Jordan Phillips was playing with one arm with a rotator cuff injury in his shoulder that's going to need surgery. Those are the two best defensive tackles they've got. Those are your two best run stuffers. And one is still under contract, Jones. 
Phillips is a free agent, but I think they could get him back on an affordable deal for a one-year contract. And I think he would want to come back, quite frankly, especially how this past season ended for him. So you get those two guys back, that's a good start. I think you're going to have to make a decision on Ed Oliver. He is under contract, but at $10.7 million, and knowing the cost constraints of the team right now, what do you do with him? Do you extend him? Do you trade him? What are the thoughts there? I think they're going to have to really take a long, hard look at the cost-benefit analysis of Ed Oliver, the player, and decide what they want to do long-term. Because either way, I think you have to get some cap relief from his salary figure, whether you extend him and reduce his cap figure this year to help yourself now you know, and sign him to an extension, or you trade him to get him off your books and get some draft capital in return to acquire more cheap labor. Uh, those are decisions that they're going to have to weigh out, not just with that Oliver, probably with some other players on the roster too going forward. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I understand the pass rush wasn't up to snuff, and it changed dramatically once Von Miller was injured on Thanksgiving. They went from averaging 2.7 sacks a game with Von Miller to averaging two sacks a game without him. That's almost a sack less per game. Not to mention, you know, we probably I haven't diced up, you know, quarterback hits and how many of those dropped off right. affecting the quarterback, et cetera. But it was a problem. Now Von Miller will be back next year, hopefully right from the start of the season. Um, but with the again with the cap constraints that this team's going to be under. I think they have to leave the defensive side of the ball alone and hope for the best and really invest on the offensive side because they've lost ground to the talent that some of these other teams are putting out there on the field, namely the Bengals and the Chiefs primarily. Let's get back to the phones, and we go to Josh in Arcade next. What do you got for us, Josh? You're on One Bills Live. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm on board with a lot of – uh, a lot of other people are saying I think the offensive line is probably the the top priority. Um, and looking ahead to the draft, there's two guys that are on the top of my list in uh, Osiris Torrance and uh, Roderick Jones. Uh, I can't remember his name. I think it's Jones out of Georgia. Georgia, yeah, the left and, tackle. Uh, What's his name? I right. think it's Roderick Jones. Roderick Jones, sorry. Um but, um, yeah, Torrance is touted as the top interior offensive line lineman. And, um, Broderick, yeah. No, playing in the SEC, being a good run blocker, being a good pass protector, that's essentially kind of fits the bill of what we need. And Broderick Jones is uh, versatile, even though he's listed as a tackle, can move into, uh, into guard. And for my second position, I would say I'm torn between receiver and safety because I agree that we need more weapons for Josh. Um, just what we have probably doesn't uh, live up to the expectation. And safety, no, I'm assuming Jordan Poyer may not come back, or we may not um, we may not be able to bring him back. And I know Christian Benford has been uh, rumored to move to safety, but right. Uh, I think there might be might be a little need for a, a safety valve, uh, so to speak, if uh, if they need it. So thanks a lot, guys. I enjoy your show. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks, thanks Josh. Josh. Good call. Yeah, it's all that stuff in there, and you can pick those offensive linemen off Georgia and and you know and like Broderick Jones and who I I'm pretty sure you and I were talking about. Isn't he like nine feet tall and? <laughs> I'm, Who are we talking about? Is Broderick oh, Jones? No. Left tackle? What is he? No, you're thinking of the Ohio State kid. 
who's 6'8", 375. There you go. Not um, that Broderick Jones is a shrimp, but um, Broderick any- Jones played left tackle for Georgia. Good player. Um, sure, uh, but here's the thing. that I don't uh, – the really, really great ones, like the plug-and-play kids that come out of – I say kids. The guys that come out of college that you can plug into – a spot like left tackle in the National Football League and forget about them for 15 years, you got to be, you can't pick 27th in the first round and do that. Right. Broderick Jones, though, is pro- projected to be a bottom half of the first round player. So there's a chance that he could be in the vicinity of the Bills. And remember, we've got a lot of quarterback needy teams up at the top of the draft. So anytime somebody's taking a quarterback, that's pushing all the other position groups down to the Bills. Yeah. And you got to rely on that. 27 is a low place to be. But, but there's not that many wide receivers this year either that are considered right. top flight. There so are that's a lot gonna, of tight ends. That moves everybody up the, up the scale. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it, if, he's there at tw- if one of these guys is there at 27, absolutely, I'm all about it. It is great. Because if you get a guy, an offensive lineman, that high – I would think that that is the one spot where a player in this culture, and we talk about it all the time, how these rookies, they don't get plugged in in, the, in Buffalo. they got to earn every rep and then earn their spot and then keep their spot. And then if they want to move up like from a guard to a tie or whatever, they got to earn that too. And somebody else has got to unearn it. But – as an offensive lineman, they get on the field faster because there's five spots they can move to. And young offensive linemen in this team seem to get on the field long faster than young wide receivers, young running backs, all of that stuff get on, and corners and all that stuff. That They get on the field faster. Um, yeah, especially a kid picked at 27 as an offensive lineman. I could see that guy getting plugged in pretty quick. Yeah. And Broderick Jones from Georgia, he's played some right tackle and then left tackle this past year. So there is some versatility there as well. And he's not alone. There's a lot of other linemen in this draft uh, that hopefully the Bills will have an opportunity to pick from. We take a break here, but more of your phone calls when we return. So if you're holding at 803-0550, we'll get to you when we come back here on One Bills Live, presented by Kaleida Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.